Hello and welcome to our podcast, Mama, You're Okay. I'm Audrey. And I'm Eliana. And today we have such a wonderful guest with us. Her name is Emma, Emma Page, and I found her on Instagram. We both follow her and she is so cool because she makes really cool videos about motherhood, being a stay-at-home mom, also being a fitness coach, and just like her transition with all of that, as well as she has one on the way, which Yay! is yeah, so exciting. So congratulations to Emma. and. I'm just like, from the beginning, we've been trying to get her onto this podcast for months, but you know, schedules and all that. But it was one guest that I really wanted on here because she's so inspiring, um, not only as a mom, but also like the positivity that she throws out there on her Instagram with her videos, her funny contents, um, and just like, pos- uh, just good, wholesome stuff right and we need more of that in social media because a lot of times we're just bogged down with like perfection and how to be this when you know you don't have the money or the time to do it and she's just a down a down to earth mom who's real and i think that that's awesome so again so excited to have her here we have a really cool conversation with her and she gets into the things that she does that really sets her up for success for the day she talks about her expectations her joyous moments which are really really heartwarming and also just like how she even got into this business um in, in this lifestyle so we know you are going to enjoy it we loved it. We had a great time talking to her. So please go ahead and put those ear pods in. We are washing dishes today and we'll get started. <laughs> Welcome back. Thank you so much, Emma, for being here with us. We are so excited to finally be able to sit down with you in this podcast because it's been a long time coming, right? We've been trying to schedule this for pretty a couple months now. And then finally, we all match our schedule. Um, I think that there was a meme I sent you, Audrey, because it literally <laughs> said, oh, you know, getting together in the teenage. Oh, you ha- let's get together in next hour but as adults we're like oh let me schedule you in three weeks out you know <laughs> like that's the reality of our lives so i'm so glad that we're finally doing this and we're able to sit down and have a chat so yeah welcome emma yes welcome yeah, thank you and congratulations thank you thank you both and just thank you for being you know relatable moms out there and when schedules don't match up we just figure it out and we just you know go go with the flow as you say and even when it is hard as a mom i think that when you can adopt that mindset as a mom the sooner the better because we can't control everything and we can't control life right um so yeah i'm just really honored to be here and and want to thank you guys for inviting me oh awesome yes thank you so much we one of the things that i really enjoy about having like you on Instagram and that's that's how I first like came across you was through Instagram it was your page you are so bubbly you are so cute by the way and like you just have this awesome persona and you are a first-time mom um and you're very open about that you are a stay-at-home mom as well and so the as well as going through you are a coach as well right with your fitness and it's through Beachbody correct you're a coach through Beachbody yep 
Yeah. And so like with all of that, um, you are very open about it on Instagram and uh, showing us that, you know, as moms, we have our ups and downs and there are some really funny moments, but there are also some hard ones. And the reality is the truth is what kind of brought us all together. And so I'm very inspired by your page and what you put out. Yes, I love you have so many like funny little moments. Oh, thank you. And you know, I I started this, I started partnering with Team Beachbody as a coach before I was a mom. And I think that gave me a great perspective on just like, you know, life as it was. And thankfully, the community that I became a part of and my team that I'm a part of is just a lot of moms who come before me. And I do think having that support in that community of others who've just done it before you who are open about it. um, Seeing that I was like, that's what I want to portray. And that's what I want to bring to my social media. And so when I stepped into motherhood, um, I didn't know what to expect. I don't know that anyone does know what to expect, but I wanted to be just truthful and authentic on my social media. So thank you for for sharing that because it kind of is just like a full full circle moment of like, that is what I wanted to portray. And that's what I want to keep just sharing because life is hard and life gets hard, but you can still enjoy it. Um, and I try to find joy in every moment. And so I, I am a stay at home mom. I have a 17 month old son, but I also am 12 weeks pregnant with my second and we're building a home edition and, you know, life is just really, really crazy, but I want to bring myself and my audience through it together. And that's just really what I love sharing about on, on social media. Um, and then obviously, like the other pillar of who I am is just healthy lifestyle. And I believe taking care of you should be priority number one so that you can take care of those kids and you can take care of that family um, because it all starts within within ourselves. So that's awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, it's awesome to see how a mother's journey kind of starts, because like you said, you were doing the coaching thing before you were even pregnant and then you kind of carry through all that. And so it's good to see that you have kept you your fitness as a priority priority. And like you said, also taking care of yourself is so important. Um, a lot of the times, and I know that I went through that, um, especially after having my baby with Carter, the first time around, you know, I tried to stay fit, did my yoga throughout pregnancy. But as soon as I had him, like things got really overwhelming and I didn't do very much and I didn't take care of myself. And I know that that's when my depression really got bad. My postpartum depression like hit hard. And so it was really hard to kind of come out of that. And also then I use social media on the negative side where I started then comparing myself with all these moms that seem to have it all together. Like they have this picture perfect house and their kids look all put together and she has makeup on and here I am with like breast milk on my shirt and I haven't showered in a day and a half and like I don't know when's the last time I ate you know so and I don't even ask me about my workout kind of thing but you have and you are and especially now you're going through that journey of pregnancy and you're still staying with fit and you're still working you're still taking care of your son and also telling us that it sucks sometimes because I love I loved your like recent videos of like you're begging literally on the ground and be like, please let this nausea go away because I hundred thousand percent related to that. <laughs> so. Oh, nausea is a struggle. Sometimes it's like you almost would rather 
just throw up and get it over with. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I am really, really grateful and thankful. Like I know some women just really have a hard time with pregnancy and nausea and morning sickness and like the whole shebang. And I am um, just really grateful and thankful that so far with both of my pregnancies, I've been healthy, baby's been healthy, and we're able to maintain that. But I think like, it just it, it doesn't make sense to just portray only the good because there is no perfect life where there's only good happening. And I think it just makes a lot more sense to make sure you're bringing people through kind of that crap or that like that stuff that is just not it's not shiny it's not fun to talk about maybe but it's real life mm-hmm. and it's that reality. is all that I want to just make sure I let other moms know. And I think the number one thing that um, I learned very early on when I started using social media is that it a is really easy to compare yourself on social, whether it's to other moms or other business owners or just other women, it is so easy to compare. But you also have control of who you're watching and you have control of who you're following and you have control of the content that you consume. And I learned that early on in my business is that I have control of what I consume. But I also really just had this desire to be somebody who creates that that real life and that po- mostly positive and mostly joyful. I try to find joy in every moment, um, but I wanted to create that content that was just really relatable. So I not only consume the positive and I make sure I'm following accounts and people that make me feel good. And if I ever get in that comparison mode, because it does happen, I just have to really like self audit myself and self audit the people that I'm following and just make sure that I'm following the accounts that make me feel good. I I appreciate that. Um, So walk us through then like how because the sanity part is huge right as a mom and like especially you as you're a stay-at-home mom but you're also working from home home because you are a coach right taking care of your child and all that and so like can you walk us through like what your daily life is so that like the goods and the bads you know so that how do you keep your sanity how do you keep yourself healthy as well as your child healthy and your husband and all that as you juggle everything yeah (laughs) Yeah, so I mean, I will say from the very beginning, I am a pretty productive and pretty driven kind of person. Like I have an Enneagram three, if you're familiar with Enneagrams, I am a quote unquote achiever. That's what an Enneagram three is. So when I do something, I do like to be good at it in a sense. And when I started my health and fitness journey is when I really started coaching at the same time, I did it together. Um, I went all in on myself at the same time as I went all in on my business. And again, this was before kids, but we were building the current house that I'm sitting in. I was just a month into my full-time job, um, three months out of college, like a month into marriage or something like that. And it, it really has just transitioned Um, through the seasons. And I'm sharing this with you because it's important to my story of what keeps me sane these days. (laughs) My morning routine keeps me sane. And I say morning routine because it can look different for any mom, any wife, any employee out there. The morning routine can look really, really different. But for me, the important thing, even as a stay-at-home mom, 
is that I get some alone time to myself because I am kind of like that dependent um, parent because my husband works nonstop all the time and he works out of the house. Um, So I'm with my son mostly from the moment he wakes up to the moment he goes to bed. And I don't know. I have no idea what that child's going to throw at me during the day, right? Like, I don't know how we're going to be spending it. I don't know if he's going to throw tantrums, if he's going to be like the happiest kid, an independent kid, a dependent kid. I really don't know. As soon as his eyes open up in the morning, I don't know what's coming my way. And I've just really learned that my morning routine is what keeps me sane and it just starts the day the right way. So for me, I have an early riser. My son has always woken up at 6 a.m. And I it took some time and it took a lot of years to implement this morning routine. But I, as a stay-at-home mom, wake up at 4 a.m. I get up, I brush my teeth, I make my what I call mommy mocktail. It's just some clean caffeine, some good hydration for my body and collagen for my hair, skin, and nails. And I sit down and I read um, personal development. I'm not sure if everyone listening is familiar with personal development, but it's just, you know, filling the space between my ears with positivity, whether it's working on myself or it's just like professional development for my business, really, really just starting the day in the right mindset. And then I'll do that for about 15, 20 minutes. I actually then plug into some business work um, behind the scenes because that's just like the only quiet time I can confirm I'll have for the day. And so I'll do that for about 30 minutes. And then I will head out to what is now my workout area in my garage while we wait for this home edition. Uh, But it used to be my living room. It used to be a spare bedroom. And I just move my body in some type of way for 30 minutes a day. And if I can get through all of that before 6 a.m., before my child wakes up, that's what keeps me sane. And that's what keeps me you know, happy when my child wakes up, he sees a smile on my face. Mom just spent, you know, two hours to herself. Like, I just believe that if moms can get up before kids, everything changes for the entire day, like your attitude, the mindset, the way that the kids are behaving, like you just respond in a better, you know, more calm way, I'd say. Um, And then now as a stay at home mom with the 17 month old, really, I just become mom as soon as he wakes up and we play, we do the whole breakfast thing, we do the whole playtime thing. Um, And then when he lays down for his nap, I will work on my business. Sometimes it's one nap, sometimes it's two, but I just, I have to like keep myself busy while he's sleeping. And that's just where I'm at with my Enneagram threeness. And then when he wakes up, I'm present with him, usually off social media. Sometimes I'll share like what he's up to or what have you. Um, And I mom until the evening. He does his dinner. We do nap or we do bedtime routine with dad sometimes. Um, And then he goes to bed. And and then in the evenings, really, because I've been doing this for so long, been a coach for two and a half years now. I, I do like to just unplug in the evenings or I'll plug into team calls or, you know, like tonight I had a, a call with one of my new coaches. So I'll do like mentorship things. And now I'm on this podcast right now. Um, and I'll do some of those things kind of in the evening where it's just like those fun things that I can kind of bookend the day. And then we start over in the morning. And like I told you guys, I wake up at 4 a.m. So, uh, you know, I do like to go to bed a little bit earlier in the morning or earlier in the evening. I like to go to bed. Um, For me, it's like 
I will try to be in bed between like 8.30 and 9.30. And if I can like have a shut eye by 10 p.m., then I'm totally good for the next day. So that's what my day looks like. We we won't keep you very long. Yes, I promise you we'll get these you questions this. for you. <laughs> yeah. Man, oh, you're good. a champ getting up at four. That is impressive. I have to get up at 440 when I teach class in the early mornings, but that's not because I'm choosing to. It's because I have to be there. (laughs) Well, I was just going to say, like, the the important thing to know for, like, all moms out there, because I know, you know, some are going to be stepping into this that already have a morning routine of some sort or no morning routine or like to roll out of bed when those kids roll out of bed. But the important thing to know is to give yourself grace and time. And time is a big uh, word because it can mean so many things to so many people. But when I say time, I'm talking like months, if not years of figuring out this morning routine that feels good to you. Like I started two and a half years ago. My early morning was, you know, 545, like just getting getting up before 6 a.m. And that was before I was a mom. Um, and then it's just evolved with me through a lot of these seasons. And now my early morning, what I consider is 4 a.m. So it just give yourself time and give yourself grace over the next several months to find a routine that feels good to you. I mean, I, I definitely commend you. You know, one of the lists of the top 10 things of su- successful people do. And one of the things is wake up early because they Um, And why do you wake up early? And it's honestly exactly what you named off, which is, you know, take time for yourself, meditate or read, which you you read self-help, self-improvement. And then you have your workouts and then you have your like your drinks, which is helping you nourish your body, nutrients and stuff. And so like all of those things are in the list of the like 10 10 successful things you should do for like the most successful people. So like you're going to be super famous and super awesome here and like, not that you're not, you're already are. And it's, it's proof because you can see your followers on Instagram. You can see how like, um, people love your content that they follow you and, um, you are successful. I mean, like the measurement of the fact that you wake up at four and you take care of your child and you run a business. That's awesome. Like kudos to you. <laughs> kudos. Very impressive. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank wow. you. And I just, I want all moms to know that I'm not like anything special. I just really wanted this change for my, my life and not only my life, but these kids that I'm welcoming and my husband and taking care of me And for all moms, taking care of you within you is the key to change elsewhere. Like you just can't pour from an empty cup and you've got to fill your own cup with things that make you feel good before you can take care of those kids and take care of that spouse and take care of life or business. Um, So I'm not anything special. I just really had that desire for change. But you are special because you're putting it out there and you're letting us all know and you're reminding us that we can't it's possible like no matter what kind of walks of life you are like you don't have to be a stay-at-home mom you can be a working mom and do this too like you can do um or like uh, outside working mom not not saying that you don't work um but like anybody can and it's not just for moms too it could be for anybody because like my husband right now he um he is not a workout person at all. He doesn't like mornings, but let me tell you re- recently, the last two days, he's actually woken up like 30 minutes after me to do a workout. Like I do my beach body video and then he wakes up and he does his. And I'm like, 
bravo, you know, like, and he, he's seen the benefits of that too, because I've been doing it for like months and months now too, of waking up in the morning. Um, and cause I have, I don't have the energy to work out or do stuff after work. Like I'm a school teacher. So I go to work, I have to be there by seven. So that means I leave work home at six and then I have to, I'm home by like four o'clock, but I'm super exhausted. Got to get dinner and, um, the kids in bed. So by the time it's nine o'clock and everybody is done, I am like, I'm done. I don't want to work out. Yeah. Yeah. And so the only time I do have for myself is I have to get my butt up at five o'clock in the morning and work out and do those things for myself. And there are days that I hear that alarm and I'm cussing myself out. I'm like, what kind of choice did I just make? Why am I doing this? And I'll be honest, there are days that I press that snooze button because I'm just physically tired. But on the days, like you said, where I do make that choice to get up and I do that 20 minute workout and I get my shower in, I drink that, um, like hydrates and whatever, I feel good. And then I'm ready. And I'm actually a better mom. I'm a better teacher because of it, because I'm like, my mind is awake. My mind is ready to tackle on the day instead of just like waking up with the kids or whatever and being like, okay, I'm, I'm already on like, uh, like a, a panic, um, let's like reactive, running behind. yeah, running behind, running reactive behind mode, stress. And then you're just like stress mode. Like, <laughs> Oh yeah, for sure. So one of the questions I had for you, Emma is like, okay, if you could take anything that you have, what are the three like healthy nutritional, like, or whatever lifestyle things that you would do or recommend to anybody that if they can make that ch- change right now, what are the three things that they can do that will truly benefit their life? Yeah, so I just want to say like, it was so hard to pick three things. I was like going at my list and I could have probably chosen so many, but I think the top things for for any person, whether you're a mom, a dad, a employee, a business owner, like whatever titles you wear, I think the, the top three things are pretty simple here. Let's move our bodies for 30 minutes a day. It doesn't matter if it's really in the morning. I am very passionate about a morning routine, if you can't tell already, but moving your body can happen during lunch. It can happen in the evening if that's when you operate the best, but just making sure that you're moving in some way will absolutely help everything else around you. Number two is drinking more water. How many of us are guilty of just like not drinking water throughout the day? Yeah, right? Like it, it is challenging and it is hard if you're... I'm so passionate about water, yes. <laughs> well, if you're like not aware of it, then it's something that easily just passes you by and you're like going to bed and you're like, did I even drink five ounces of water today, right? So I just think um, if you can drink at least half your body weight in ounces of water each day, so if you weigh 160 pounds, if you could drink 80 ounces of water a day, I think that changes a lot. And it's pretty simple if you're willing to focus on it and if you're intentional, simple to do, but it's also simple not to do. Um, And then, you know, number three was like hard for me to slip in that third one of like what's really, really going to help here and what's really going to change. But, you know, when it when it comes to health and fitness, I am really passionate about it. And I know that there are so many things under this umbrella of health and fitness or health and wellness. It's like, God, like what what does that actually mean? So if you're moving your body, you're drinking your water. Well, a lot of this change is going to be internal and a lot of this change is going to 
to be what you put in your body. So I am going to bring in nutrition here um, because it really is what fuels your body. It's, it's the gas inside of you that keeps you moving and it allows you to do those workouts. So if you're sitting there and you're like, well, I eat cereal for breakfast, I eat chips for lunch and for dinner. Um, sometimes I have my kids um, chicken nuggets. A, you're not alone. That is totally okay. Like there can be things that are improved here. Um, but don't try to like stress yourself out by saying, okay, tomorrow morning, I'm going to have a healthy breakfast, healthy lunch, healthy snacks, healthy dinner. And then I'm just going to repeat that because that's going to overwhelm any person jumping in like that. So what I would encourage you to do is pick one meal that you're going to start focusing on to make a better choice. And when you, when you make that change, do it for three days and get in that routine of that healthier choice. And then, then you work on meal number two. Okay. Now what can I have for meal number two to add on to meal number one? That is a healthier, more intentional choice for my body. And then you add in that third meal and then you add in those snacks, but please don't try to dive into all of this at one time. I say, start with one meal, do it for three days, find something that really just is easy for you, simple for you, makes you feel good, tastes good and then move into meal number two, three, and sometimes four or five, right? Um, But those are the three things. Move your body, drink more water, and just making better choices with your food. Those are awesome, excellent um, advices for sure. And I I definitely need to work on the water and the food nutrition intake. I am a terrible (laughs) water drinker. I try. I try so hard. But like even today – um, I know I didn't drink enough water. So I was like, I felt dehydrated during dinner. And so here I am like chugging water, but I'm it like such a difference I know you, it does. to me. It's most <laughs> evident on my energy level. So obviously I'm a big believer and you need to steward your body well. So if you aren't hydrating, you know, I always joke cause my husband's always like, Oh, I have a headache. I'm like, how much water did you drink today? <laughs> how many ounces of water did you drink? <laughs> He's like, listen, everything's not because of water. Yeah. I'm like, well, a lot of it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's my husband. He says that to me all the time. <laughs> yeah. How hard has it been for you to get your husband on board? Because I know that he's not on social media very much, at least not on your page that I see, right? I'm not also not going to creep on your husband. That's weird. But like, I, I, I think that you did have him on one video or something like that one time, and he has worked out with you before, something like that. Now, was this a choice that you both made together? Was this something that he came on later? Like, how, how has bringing your family into your lifestyle is, I guess, my question Yeah, so I love that question because it is really just leading by example. I've been doing these workouts for five plus years. You guys, we've been together for nine and a half years and I've been doing these workouts for five. Okay, so I just like have kind of fumbled through them. I've just, you know, done them. They feel really good to me. I love these workouts. I love eating healthy. Um, But my husband hasn't always been on board. He's always been supportive. That definitely helps. He's like, go you, right? Like, awesome job. I'm your biggest cheerleader. He's always been supportive. But has he been doing it with me? Not always. It wasn't until he started to see that transformation within myself because I stuck it out long enough that I really started focusing on me. I started changing me internally. He started to notice that and he was like, huh, (laughs) okay. And like I got really fit. So then he was like, wow, I want to be really fit too, right? So then it was all because I was being proof 
that this works and I was being proof that I can stick to this and I was being proof of good change. Um, So I stuck with it long enough to inspire him to make the change for himself. I honestly never really, you know, I'd ask him if he wanted to do programs with me, but he was like, meh. And then I would ask him to do the next one with me. And he's like, meh. Um, And it wasn't until I had my son and I was about four and a half months postpartum. I just quit my full-time job to step into coaching full-time, to step into stay-at-home mom life. Um, And there was this new program coming out. I was early postpartum and it it was a weightlifting program. And he had gained some pregnancy weight with me. Uh, he, he gained that that weight alongside of me. And he noticed that. And I was like, I'm going to go all in. I'm going to make this program my postpartum program. I just, I don't care what I look like at the end. I don't care how much weight I've shed. I just want to feel good. And that was the very first program that he was like, you know, I want to feel good again, too. I'm going to do this with you. And from that point on, he is really he does his own programs, but I'm not the one who's like asking him to do it. I'll offer what I'm doing. I'm like, hey, do you want to do it with me? And he's like, no, I might go do this program. And I'm like, OK, awesome. Um, and I wouldn't say that he is like on his nutrition as much as I am, but he is very intentional with it. And all of this is only coming because I've been proof of that change. And I've been proof that I can stick with it. And I've been proof of that, that positive change for myself. And he's kind of noticed that and he wants that for himself too. So I just love that we can link arms and teach our kids how to live a healthy lifestyle without, um, you know, beating ourselves up about it or having to do it just to look a certain way or just to weigh a certain amount. Um, we really just want to be healthy and, and happy and, and here for the long haul with our kids. And we get to be that example for them because I think that's that's key for everything is just being that example. So that's really how he's gotten on board is he's just really seen that change within me over time. That's so beautiful. That's awesome. I'm so glad that he like really saw that um, because I know that, you know, you, well, Kurt, Kurt's out running right now. Right. (laughs) And so like he does his own thing, but in like my, my husband, Steven's like, again, two days into his workout, which is like, yay for him. It's a start. Right. But, and I, I just, um, I know that I've also kind of bugged him about it. So, I need to be more patient like you and just be like, just let Steven do his own thing and just keep encouraging him. Cause he, he's, he's my biggest cheerleader too. He'll like support me and be like, okay, you can like buy these weights or whatever, but he's never been like, let me join with you. You know, I, know. So- I always joke with Kurt. He doesn't like to work out with me cause he says it's too hard. <laughs> I'm like, well, <laughs> well, you also are like crazy. She's a boot camp teacher here. So she's the one that like will make you deadlift things and then, and like run a half a mile down the road listen, and come back. Listen, <laughs> we gotta we gotta get it in there, you know. I like to keep it exciting. <laughs> but no, it is interesting because it does seem like the husbands, at least out of the three of us, like to do their own thing. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, but which is good too. You know, everybody's gonna have a different maybe type of workout or or way they move their body that kind of works better for them based on what, you know their physical limitations or where they're at and their journey and stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'm never going to get Steven to do yoga with me. I've asked him for the last five years. It's not going to happen. <laughs> so he's not going to do yoga. <laughs> uh, but um, now 
as a mom though, so like you said, you started that program uh, at postpartum and all that. Did you see a shift in like your workout, your routine? Like obviously maybe you got a little bit earlier, but otherwise like your workout or your mindset of being a stay at home mom and how to still implement that like health and fitness to yourself. Did that change or how has it affected you? Yeah. So, you know, honestly, like when I started this journey five years ago, I was fresh into college. Like I was a freshman in college and I was a gymnast for 16 years of my life before that. And when I started just like these programs, when I started Beachbody, I wasn't a coach right away. I actually did this solo for two and a half years, just like just liking the fitness. I wasn't involved in nutrition, didn't know community was a thing or mindset development. Like I just really liked the fitness, but I also wasn't getting the best results. And so when I started this fitness and I started health and wellness, um, before I was pregnant, before I was a mom, it was a lot of like, just for looks and for like, you know, I just wanted to be fit to look fit. And that was really my mindset with it. And I just like wanted to lose weight and I just wanted to be a certain number on the scale. And I'd say that that's a really poor mindset, but it is normal. Like we have to normalize that people do start health and fitness for that. Um, but that's not what this is about and that's not what it should be about. And I, if you're there right now, um, there is change out there for you. I promise you could get there. Um, and I encourage you to try to get there as fast as you can. But really, when I started this, like I just wanted to lose weight, I just wanted to look a certain way. Um, and then I became a, a health and fitness coach, and I partnered with Team Beachbody. And I learned that it's so much more than that. And it comes from, you know, like those things will be a byproduct of the other things that we've kind of chatted about tonight. And especially when I went into pregnancy, and I had never been pregnant before, I'm five foot tall, I don't weigh a lot. And I was a gymnast my whole life. And gymnasts are, you know, honestly tied to like eating disorders or looks and, and always like, you know, you're fitting in this little leotard and you're there all the time and, and you're always comparing for me, stepping into pregnancy was honestly so scary. I was like, I don't know how to gain weight. I don't want to gain weight at that time. I don't know like how my body's going to respond to this. And I really, really had to pour into my mindset of let's shift this health and wellness, this umbrella to overall, overall wellness inside of me, aka I want to do this to be healthy. I want to do this to be strong. I want to do this to be here long term for my family. And it doesn't matter what I what I necessarily look like, like in the mirror or the number on the scale or how much weight I gain or don't gain. Um, I just really, really wanted to be strong and I wanted to be here and I want to be here because I feel good. And that's how my mind shifted going into pregnancy, straight into postpartum, you know, you're dealing with a lot of changes in yourself, you're you kind of don't really recognize yourself. But when you remind yourself, I'm doing this because I want to feel strong, I want to be strong. I'm doing this because I want to be here for my kids. That should be enough of a motivator to be like, oh, yeah, that's why I get up at 4 a.m., right? Like, that's why I get up at 5 a.m. That's why I move my body. Um, and really, like, you're not defined by the number on the scale. And that's where my mindset shifted 
going into pregnancy one, into postpartum round one. And then I kind of held on to that and just really reminded myself of that um, because it's going to be a journey. You're going to gain weight. You're going to lose weight. You're going to be strong. You're going to feel strong. You're going to lose that muscle mass. You're going to have ups and downs. But if you don't stop, those results won't stop. Now heading into my second pregnancy, I just have to have that same mindset of, A, not only do I want to be strong for the child growing inside of me, but I have this 30 pound, 17 month old that I carry around all the time and he's running around and I want to keep up with him. And, you know, it it can be hard at times, but I also remind myself I'm stronger than I think I can get through this. This is why I take care of myself. This is why I show up and do those workouts is because I want to be healthy for him and I want to be healthy for this child that I'm carrying at the same time. And when they come into this world and they're both running around and they both want mom at the same time, like I want to be able to carry both of them and I want to be able to roll around on the floor with them or chase them down the driveway or go on walks with them without having to like sit down and ask them to take a break with me. Like that is really my mindset and my motivators and the reason why I just make sure that I'm taking care of me when it comes to nutrition, fitness, mindset, movement, just the whole overall picture of my health. I want it to be good for them. So I hope that answers your question. Oh, no. Beautiful. Yeah. No, thank you. I, um, I was just like the whole time I'm thinking, gosh, you're such an inspiration because like, I wish I had had that mindset going into my second pregnancy. Right. So I have two kids and they're 18 months apart. And like, honestly, I, it, I mean, I'll put it out there. Riley was not planned. My second pregnancy wasn't planned. And so like, I don't think I really kind of like finished my postpartum uh, journey with Carter really before I got pregnant and then like, boom, I'm back into getting pregnant. And I had so much going on with my PPD and all that, that I didn't have that mindset like you where, you know, I went into it, like I can do this. I'm doing this for myself so that I can be the best for my kids. Right. All I was doing was I was almost in just like a, a stay alive, stay afloat kind of mode for a long time. And even like no matter, I didn't work out as much with Riley. And then I didn't, um, I also felt more pain with her, like just she carried really low and things like that. And so just physically, it was also very different. And I was not ready in my mindset. And I wish I had had what you're saying now, which is the, yeah. You know, like now I am working out. I have, I really took it upon myself with my postpartum after Riley to be like, okay, I'm going to take care of myself and really get my body back in shape because I want to be strong. And you're right. Because when I'm able to lift my 30 pound son and my almost 20 pound daughter and both arms, and I like, it's not a struggle. I feel really proud of that. Like they both ask me to carry them all the time because the Lord knows I can't just carry one. I have to pick the both up and I'm, I can, and that makes me feel really strong. So like (laughs) something's working, right? (laughs) That's awesome. You are very strong. Yeah. And it's, it's you taking care of you. I think that something that really, what you were saying about, you know, it's not about a number on the scale is so important to remember because for me, you know, I really did struggle with that in college around that time for like seven years, really badly. Um, and just, yeah, just really, you know, and I would just like beg the Lord, please like help me to, to not be struggling with this. And he really, really delivered me from that and use 
a lot of different things to deliver me from that, from that mindset of just thinking that that's what matters. And at the end of the day, you know, that does not define my worth. My worth is defined as an image bearer of the Lord. And so for me, like, you know, I'm, I'm so glad to hear that you're not, you know, in that mindset anymore, because it really, it makes a big difference to just be like, Oh, I have to get this number, whatever. And one thing, another thing we don't often remember is, you know, muscle weighs more than fat. So, you know, as we're building muscle and losing that fat, we may not see a change on the scale or it may even go up, but that doesn't mean you're not getting stronger. You're not getting healthier. So yeah. Anyway, we don't want to hold you too long. We have what one more. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I had just like one, uh, one fun question at the end was, um, what, has been your top two or three most joyous moments as a new mom? Because like, and you can also even tell us like, what do you look forward to as a mom of two, you know, like, so what are your, what are your most joyous moments? Uh, So, you know, when I started coaching, I was in a very um, unfulfilling job. I didn't know that it was unfulfilling at the time. It was just a good full-time job out of college uh, you know, get paying the bills. And it was something that I was just not passionate about. And when I stepped into coaching, I, I was doing it simultaneously. Like life was just kind of busy. Like I was talking about before building a house, starting a job, just getting married, like all of these things. And I started coaching and through coaching, I just learned how to dream and I learned how to like look to the future. I am a very anxious human being and a lot of myself has been, you know, developed and and shifted through coaching because you get to work on you, you focus on your mindset. Um, And my husband, he's always been kind of like the dreamer. And I call myself like a dream crusher because <laughs> he would have like this awesome, you know, dream. And we got, we started dating when we were 14 years old. So we just planned a lot of our life together and we've just always wanted to be together. And he would like say something that he wants to accomplish in life. And I was like, but, and well, and that will never. And I just was always that like negative on him. And when I started coaching, I started dreaming and I started to fall in love with this opportunity of, you know, time flexibility and financial flexibility and this like possibility of being able to stay home with my kids someday that I didn't have, um, designing my own schedule. I went to school for entrepreneurship. I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur, but I didn't really know like how, how to do that. Um, and through coaching, I learned that it was possible and I, I saw others go ahead of me. And so this is all important because my favorite, my favorite like moment of motherhood so far, I, when, when my son was born, I had three months of maternity leave um, and I was home with him. I still had my full-time job. And then I went back at 12 weeks, but I, my son didn't go to daycare. He stayed home with me full-time. So I was you know, stuck at my computer 40 hours a week. But I also had this three month old like sitting in a swing or laying on the floor and just like trying to juggle it all. And I was also coaching. I never let my foot up off the gas with coaching. I was also coaching and I just really had to remind myself, this is why you're doing this. This is why you're doing this because I wanted to be home with my child full time. And um, (laughs) right before my 20... 
right before my 23rd birthday, I put in my my two week notice at my full time job and my son was um, four and a half months old. And I, I like never felt more empowered in that moment. And I've never also felt more anxious or scared in that moment of like, what is around the corner? I don't really know. Shortly thereafter, he my son, I was sitting on the floor with him in the living room. It was like a random, I don't know, let's say Tuesday afternoon. And I saw my child for the very first time crawl over to this couch and pull himself up standing on next to the couch or next to the chair. And I snapped a picture of it. I even might've gotten a video of it. And I started like crying because those are the moments I did not want sent to me by my daycare provider or somebody that I was paying to watch my kid or miss out completely. And just like never like see that first moment happen. Kind of like when your child crawls or walks or something like that, that moment of just like seeing him pull himself up, stand up, turn around, look at mom, be so happy, so proud of himself. And I was like, all, all of that hard work was so worth this moment right now. All of those early mornings, all of those late nights, like going after this passion of health and wellness and partnering with Team Beachbody, that is the vehicle that got me to that moment. And that was on my vision board for ever was just being able to be in those moments with my kids. So that is like my number one top memory. Like I remember that better than when I, when he crawled the first time or when he stepped the first time, because that was so big, so big for me. And then, you know, this, this next part of it is just something that happens almost every single day now. Um, and this is just like, a mom, like warm heart kind of thing. When my husband comes home every day, my child will be off in the bedroom. He'll be playing in a toy bin. Like I don't, you know, he's just doing his own thing. He's pretty independent at this point. Um, he's just doing his own thing or he's sitting next to me on the couch. And when my husband comes home and my child hears that door open, you can hear like the, the, um, seal on the door kind of like creak open my child will look at me with the biggest face and he'll be so excited every time my husband walks through the door and he'll he'll just like have this biggest grin on his face and he's like (gasps) waiting for my husband to like turn the corner so he can see him and that's like my favorite moment as a mom and it happens almost every day um multiple times a day when my husband's home or something um just getting to see like my my life is kind of like evolving right in front of my eyes. And I don't want to take any second for granted because anything can change at any moment. So I just really, really am trying to live in every moment, even as a young mom, as a stay at home mom, as a first time mom, like I just don't want to miss these moments. And I try to find joy in every part of it. That's so sweet. It is. It is so incredible to be able to just be there and see those, those really, really special moments. And I know the feeling I was, I was working from home on my computer a bunch when my has my husband, my son was six weeks old and on, but just recently quit this past January, but yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it is tricky juggling it, but yeah, it's exciting. Cause I have a little more time now to, to spend with him. So <laughs> yeah. And it, yeah. it's so important, you know, like it's, it's just so important for, for anyone listening to this right now. Um, it doesn't really matter what your title is right now. It's where do you want to go and what, what do you want your title to be? 
Like what, what do you want it to be? Go, go chase that. I wanted to be a stay at home mom and I had to, you know, put in the work and behind the scenes and do the, do all the things, but I wanted to be a stay at home mom. And if I would have given up on that dream and I would have just been like, well, I got a full-time job. It pays the bills. Like it has these good benefits. Like I got to stay here. And I just would have settled for that. Then I would have been missing these moments. And it's like, find the vehicle in the vessel that's going to bring you to the titles and like the everyday moments that you want your life to look like. And just please never give up on that because you can achieve that. Um, and so much more than you think. That's so cute. That's awesome. Yeah. And it does go for like, um, for all those, whatever your goal is, right. That's what you're saying is that like, whatever your goal is, don't give up on it, especially if it's about what you want, what your passion is, because if your passion is to work outside of the home, or if your passion is to do the charity or whatever, um, or to like daycares or, you know, like all of that, that's, uh, just fall, keep, keep, uh, going forward because like it, at the end of the day, you know why you're doing it and it, yes. you, um, you get the, the, the best feelings from it. And so I appreciate that. Yeah, for sure. Cause there are days where I don't want to go to work, but that's mostly because I'm just tired, but I do love what I do at work. And as much as I love my kids too, like, yeah. Um, I do make the choice of leaving my kids with my mother-in-law who babysits my kids. Um, I also love what I do at work, which is working with my students in culinary. And, you know, like that's, that yes. was my first passion was culinary and food. And so like, just don't forget who you are. Um, and because at, your kids are going to grow and they're going to love who you are. And if your passion is to work out, if your passion is to do uh, or be outside or to do this sport or this art or whatever, I think that it's very important for your child to see that too. I think it's one of the best advices I ever gotten was like, let your child see what you love doing because, because then it will help you also not lose your passion. Yeah. Yeah. And I like to think about it as like, like picture your kids at the age of, and maybe some of your kids are here, but picture your kids at the age of eight and 10 and 12. And, you know, they're just like so excited about whatever they're going after. Right. And you're, you're like, you have to be the example of somebody who went after what they wanted. And how would it, how would it feel like if you are not going after what you wanted and then you try to like encourage your kids that they could go after what they want. And this happens when they're eight, when they're 18, when they're 25, when they're 40, maybe like if you, if you can't be that example, it's so hard to, to really truly mean, yes, honey, go after that. Go, go like for that baseball league or that T-ball league or whatever. Like you have to be that example for those kids so that you can say, look, mommy, mommy went after what she went for or wanted to go for, um, whatever your passion is, or like maybe you're going to school and you want to get your MBA and you're like, I have no idea how to get an MBA right now, but that's really on your heart. Well, if you do it, you can be that example for those kids that are watching every single move that you do in life. And I think that just reminding yourself that you are the example is what what should drive and motivate you to get get to those goals in those those areas of your life. 
Ah, thank you for that. Um, do you have any parting advice or words you want to give to these mamas on our podcast of like, I don't know, just anything. It could just be a word. Yeah. Well, you know, if you, if you haven't, if you haven't like noticed this from me so far, I could probably sit here and talk all day long. If, if they, if we allowed it here in this, in this, um, in this space right now, but if, if I could say anything to any mom listening right now, you are so much stronger than you think and so much stronger than you feel in this moment. And that is like the number one thing. I don't know if it was advice given to me. I don't know if it's just from like fumbling through motherhood for 17 months or, you know, all these sicknesses and through the pandemic and like all of this stuff. You are so much stronger than you think. And you can freaking do this. And, you know, the the second part of that is to just surround yourself with other moms that make you feel good, other people that make you feel good, get yourself in a positive space. Um, and even if that's like right now on social media, please come to my page at Emma L page underscore, because I want to be your biggest cheerleader and I want to encourage you. And I want to show you that you can do this too. And I want to be there for, for any mom listening right now. And I want to be there to be your biggest cheerleader. It doesn't matter what you're going after. Like, please just come to my page so we can connect. And so even shoot me a message if you want that you found me here. Like I would absolutely love that. And I just, I want you to know that you have a cheerleader and I can be that cheerleader for you or your husband can be that cheerleader, but you are stronger than you think and surround yourself with that community of positivity and inspiration and, and, Beautiful, massive things will will come your way. Thank you so much. Yes, because that's exactly why we started this podcast in the first place, right? Like we just want this whole podcast was really. I have to give Ileana. <laughs> this is her idea. This is Ileana's podcast in no. the best way. She has she has a whole vision, and and yeah, I mean, you you kind of spoke about that before. Like when I just, I just want there to be a lot of love. I want support. I want mama. You're okay. You are stronger than you think you are stronger than you believe because you are, you can do this. So yeah, no, that's an awesome advice. And and it fits perfectly with what we're trying to do with this community. And I, like, I honestly, you know, I got stuck in the numbers there for a second. And my husband was like, if you change one person's life, but because of an episode that you had with whoever, that's worth it. So don't worry about how many likes you had. And don't worry about how many listens you've had. And I'm not going to, but like, like this podcast, sorry, Emma, but you're on like a really low income podcast and we're barely getting like 400 listens here. But you know, there's at least been 400 listens. So I, I say that's pretty cool. So I thank you. Thank you for perfectly fitting into our vision of what this podcast is about. So yeah. Yeah. And just thank you guys for having me. Honestly, I don't, I don't care if you got 400 views or listens, or I don't care if you have 4 million. The reason why I became a health and fitness coach and why I said yes to sharing my journey on social media is to change that one person's life on the other side. And I was like, if I can change, cause I, I could feel the change in myself. And I said, if I could change one other person 
by doing what I love to do, then this is all flipping worth it. And through time and through, you know, giving myself grace and space and showing the real, um, I've changed more than one life. I've changed hundreds of women's lives. And um, I feel like I'm just getting started. I absolutely love doing that. And so, uh, yeah, you know, you can get stuck in all of this stuff and all this like, like insights or analytics behind it. But that one person that's on the other side, who's like, yes, I needed that today. That is worth it. And that's what keeps me showing up every single day is that one other person that I can help inspire, help change or help let them know that they aren't going through that season alone. It is all worth it. Awesome. Thank you. So we'll wrap this up. And at the end of each podcast, we like to say a prayer. So we always open it up to our guests if you want to say one. Otherwise, one of us can do it as well. So would you like to say one? I'll have you guys do it. So do you want to do I'll one? pray. Um, dear Heavenly Father, I thank you so much um, for this evening. I thank you for Emma and thank you for blessing her with her sweet child, and then another one on the way, Lord. Um, I just pray that you would just really encourage us in our walk in motherhood. Um, There are moments where it is very difficult, and there are moments where it is so joyful, and it is truly the most incredible gift that you've given us. And we ask that in those hard moments, we would seek your face and realize that we, we can't do it alone. We need you and we need to depend on you and walk with you. And it can be so hard, but by your Holy spirit, you enable us to put that foot in front of the other and continue on, um, for, for your glory, Lord. And we thank you for that. We thank you for this opportunity and we just thank you for, um, your son, Jesus, and sending him to die on the cross for our sins, Lord. And I just thank you for all these things in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. It was so nice to meet you. You too. I just thank you guys so much for having me. It was very fun. Thank you. Thank you. Um, We know you have to get to bed. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. So we will cut this short. Um, If you all haven't already, we'll link um, Emma's Instagram on. Do you have also a website? I do. Um, You can message me that on Instagram and I will link that also on this podcast so that everybody can see it so they can follow you and get onto your if they if you ever need a coach or anything. Emma's there. So yes, I am. I can't wait. Thank you. guys. Thank you so much. Bye bye. Bye.